0: You know that's Bruce Willis's butt, stunt butt. Yeah, no way. Yeah, that's amazing. I could have ran into Mick Jagger. No kidding. I would have taken insane. a selfie with him so fast. I'll slam in the back of your Dracula, but come on. I read it, and I'm just and I and I mean I haven't listened. I mean that was another band that I texted you. I'm like, oh, I need to learn some new Stones albums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is the most drinks I've made for any guest. Hi everybody and welcome back to Hildo Spills the Beans. I have a special guest tonight. Ben. He is uh well I'll let him introduce himself and then I'll then I'll tell
1: a story. Your so. beard is so good tonight. It's <laughs>
0: insane. Jesus. It's the it's the Kermit shirt. <laughs> oh, you guys
1: can't see this Kermit shirt. It's about <laughs> sixty years old. It's older than Kermit himself. <laughs> Vintage Jim Henson, man. You know how hard this is to get? It's Come probably on. worth $7. This is from Walmart. <laughs> Sweet.
0: Uh, someone bought this shirt for me as a gift, which Ooh. I thought was really, like, I really like it, but it was a triple X. It was like a double XL. <laughs> and I was like,
2: I oh, might exchange it. <laughs> You've been eating
1: <laughs> Little Caesars every day just to fit into it. <laughs>
2: just
1: this is the
0: ten five dollar pizzas please (laughs) (laughs) drop a who's on the fifty dollar bill hamilton hamilton drop a hamilton on there i don't know yeah i I have no idea anyway ben why don't you tell a little bit about yourself all
1: right hey thanks for having me man uh my name is ben i uh good friends with dave we go way back um live in maple plain minnesota from milwaukee originally uh work at metropolitan mosquito control yeah i uh i play music in a band called farewell milwaukee and like to write songs and sing
0: yeah we had aaron on uh, a few weeks back and he was part of farewell milwaukee as well so i'm just making i'm the groupie making my way through the band
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're happy to have you. (laughs) I'm gonna randomly text Dajor Dave be like, How do you get my phone
0: number? (laughs) You want
1: to go on tour with us? Do a a (laughs) rambling
0: podcast? I would be your merch guy for sure. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We need a
1: merch guy. I would love to do that. Oh my gosh, that'd be awesome.
0: I've like my dream has been to work a merch
1: table. Are you serious? Yeah, I would love to do (laughs) that. We need that so bad. Let's do it. All right. Anytime you're free. Yeah. Between podcasts and kids and work. Just text
0: me. It's usually like in the middle of the night that you guys are playing. So it's yeah. All right, I will work that you up on that. (laughs) So Ben, Ben and I were roommates for a a couple months. It wasn't that long after college in a place that I've deemed the Stud Stable. Actually, it was John who was on the podcast uh, earlier, the Stud Stable. So there was five of us that lived in a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, we all slept in one room. So that way we could have two living rooms, which I thought was pretty smart. Yeah, that part was great. We
1: just it was my favorite we part. We just weren't allowed to have girlfriends at the time. Because so. <laughs> it smelled like a stud stable. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was not. It was, there was, was one dude who would come in high climbing up the banister uh-huh. and just let himself in. Yeah, we booted him eventually. Yeah, I think I've replaced that guy. Yeah,
0: you did. You did. <laughs> we had a guy. Uh, so I slept on the top bunk of a bunk beds. And then we had a guy that slept on a camping mat under the bunk beds. I think that apartment uh,
1: almost cost us some friendships. (laughs) (laughs) I heard some things before I moved in. It was getting intense. And then I moved in. And then you just smoothed it all over? (laughs) No, I didn't. I was only there for three months. (laughs) You were like, all right, I'll move in. It's perfect. (laughs) I just needed a place to crash before I got married.
0: I remember, well, we all kind of took a break from being friends, I think, after we moved
1: (laughs) out. (laughs) Sometimes that needs to happen Yeah, we're back now Caleb moved to Australia after he and I were roommates (laughs) You guys spent an awful lot of time together Yeah, a little too much We OD'd (laughs) But it was still fun (laughs) Okay, so I already gave you the
0: rundown But I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions Sounds good Nothing too personal If you want to get personal, that's cool with me I, um, that way. The first question I always ask is what is your midnight snack? Oh.
1: That's a good question. It's rare that I'm I'm up that late these days unless I'm playing with the dudes. But my favorite snack at night are nachos. I love nachos. Oof. Any kind of nachos. I love nachos, dude. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Do you have specific I, toppings? Yeah, if I'm getting crazy, I'll I'll get out a huge cooking pan and okay. throw down some oh, yeah. tin foil and just spread them all out, and then throw onions and the new my new thing is canned chicken. It sounds weird, really, but it's always moist uh-huh. and tasty, and it cooks man. well. That always reminds me of tuna. Yeah, it looks like it. Same texture. So you
0: put it on your nachos? Yes. Oh man. Yeah,
1: it's so good.
0: I find I was trying, Well, have you had that buffalo chicken dip? No, it's you make it with like Frank's red hot sauce, but you do it's cream cheese and Frank's hot oh, sauce. Oh gosh, yeah, I
1: have had that. Can, yeah, it's canned chicken. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that kind of like that kind of you mix the cheese in there with it. It's great.
0: All right, I tend to cheat, and I'll buy like a rotisserie chicken, and then just from Costco. Oh, yeah. Oh, are you kidding? Those so birds good. are huge. Five bucks? Yeah, <laughs> they're, baby. They're huge. <laughs> they're ridiculous. They're probably those birds that like, you see on Food Inc. where they can't even walk anymore because their breasts are so huge. <laughs> yeah. Those are the Costco ones. Exactly. My mom
1: came up for Thanksgiving and I got one of those. (laughs) I didn't want to make a turkey. (laughs) Serious. Did you tell her it was a turkey? Were you like, yeah, this is a
0: turkey. (laughs) This is like one of
1: these new turkeys from Northeast. They're really small. They're cool. It's It's a hipster turkey. Yeah, it's a hipster turkey. They're way smaller. They save space (laughs) and don't use up as much of the environment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the environment
0: <laughs> I love nachos do you oh yes so i do good. i make i i make tortillas mm. and i use the leftover tortillas to make nacho chips oh my
1: gosh yes we need to we need to do that some night you s- i learn more about you every time we hang out surprise i love it <laughs> oh we got to take an instagram video of you doing your crazy eyes <laughs> those spills these beans. It's gonna be awesome. Can't wait. You
0: gotta give me time to grow up my unibrow and will just have a caterpillar up there. Oh, that'll be nice.
1: <laughs> Who's the musician that you do a uh you do a split screen oh, my picture gosh. of? Raffy. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> I was gonna say Dan Fogelberg because you kind of look like that guy too.
2: <laughs>
1: he sings that really crappy song they play around the holidays. Um, gosh, I can't even think of of how it goes right now. But my dad loves it, and now uh, now of course every time I hear it, I think of him. So I like so I'm kind of into yeah. it. But uh, oh, you kind of look like Dan Fogelberg too. We oh got a. I got have a so many where we can put up these pictures of you next to all these <laughs> celebrities. That'd could, be great.
0: I could probably. I've never posted a picture on my website, which is the the one that I post all the podcasts on. But yeah. I could figure it out. We're
1: gonna do this.
0: I'll post it. So there's there's a Raffi Christmas album where I'm pretty sure you can't tell the difference between me and Raffy. You really can't.
1: <laughs> Isn't he wearing like pajamas and yeah. a, a
0: pajama night cap? Basically, yeah. <laughs> But the thing that creeps me out is fingernails are so long. Oh I'm guessing he's using it to like guitar stuff.
1: Still, that's just disgusting. Do you do that? Because no. you play guitar? No, but a lot of people do. I'm probably offending people right now, but it's like Dylan did it. And he did. Yeah, and lots of guys do, and they. Well, pick... John Butler. Have you seen him? Oh yeah, like I've the seen John Butler that dude. Yeah, like his his fingernails are so crazy long. I know. I I well those guys are probably all better guitar players than me so I shouldn't talk but the it, it creeps me out big time I I've seen people wear those
0: five finger picks
1: oh yeah yeah have you tried that before I think Elroy Balgar does that oh Beth really Chad, yeah yeah he's a good banjo player yeah he rocks those picks do you play the banjo too I'm trying to learn I'm trying to learn. Dave, our feral walkies pedal steel player, you rock. I mean, you almost have to with certain instruments rock those picks on the fingers. Yeah, I would picks. say.
0: Yeah, either that or grow your nails out super long. I mean, be... you do have your coke nail, but I thought maybe you'd have more. Yeah, I only <laughs> have the
1: coke <laughs> nail. Okay, but it has nothing to do with guitar, of course. <laughs> I think we sufficiently covered the mid <laughs> <his> snack. <laughs> yeah that's that's the goal is to get as far away oh from I, I love it initial question as possible that's perfect <laughs> i needed this today oh me too this is i've been looking forward to this all oh day, me too baby
0: okay if you could have front row seats to any concert who would
1: you like to see oh my goodness uh bruce springsteen Just, oh the boss <laughs> i'm kind of kidding with that one okay. but I'm getting way more into Bruce Springsteen as I get older.
0: Well, I mean, we don't we don't talk that often, but I randomly send you text messages. Yeah, I mean, I guess frequently, but
1: and we creep on each other. Oh yeah, totally Instagram, Twitter.
0: Yeah. Um, but I texted you last year and was like, "All right, I don't really like Bruce Springsteen. That's
1: right.
2: What album
0: should I listen to?" And I got really into Springsteen for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, I found some good tunes. It's because you're old. That's what <laughs> happens.
1: We get into the dad zone. It, that's my theory. You get in. You're a dad. You settle down a little bit. You get way into Springsteen. you start like a like like boss. The yes. Uh, you wear the jean jacket and you just rock it. It's awesome. So, I don't even remember what album it is. Uh I sent you a few, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Uh, um, Whatever one you, you said was your favorite. I, I'm i drawing a blank right now on, on the good ones. The Darkness on the Edge of Town or something? Yeah. Darkness? I should look. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, look it up. The I'm on Fire song? Oh, yeah. That one might be on. Is that on Born in the USA? Yeah. Th- yeah the one where he's yeah. got the red cap in his back oh, pocket. Oh, my gosh. Born to Run born to run that's the one you told me to listen
0: to killer record um but i got into born in the usa which i don't really like born in the usa the song oh but yeah. i'm on fire and i'm going down oh that's an amazing song i love i love that song. jessica got so sick my wife got so sick of that song i'm oh, going down yeah because it well, <laughs> it's just like if over you play and it over. once
1: like it's very repetitive and oh, if you yeah. don't like the song you drive you nuts oh i i love that song. yeah though. i do too there was a what got me into Springsteen, I think. Is we were our band was out in New York and we met with a music lawyer because we were out there. Um, we were out there actually to play for some music execs. Um, so it was kind of a crazy trip, but we met with this music lawyer and he used to, um, when was this? This was a few years ago, okay, like four years ago now, maybe. We did, like, a showcase. I remember that. Yeah, we went out and did a... Sh- we went at a showcase for Atlantic. We met the president of Atlantic, which was Whoa. crazy. Never heard from him again, but... Oh. Uh- <laughs> That's pretty amazing, though, that you met the president of Atlantic. It was killer, yeah. I met him and talked to him for a little bit. And then we, you know, we were just trying to take precautions or whatever if we were going to meet with them, and we... Um, met with this music lawyer who used to be bruce springsteen's lawyer wow but he's like currently guster's music lawyer and a bunch of other big bands and we just had this great conversation we met him for coffee in a coffee shop and uh really nice guy actually and he somehow we started talking about bruce springsteen and he said the beginning of thunder road the uh beginning piano intro uh. part said makes him cry every time wow and like that is a killer song and yeah there's so ever since then i started listening a little more but i really do think the theory holds true where you get a little older you start to like the boss <laughs> you, you start softening and around more. the edges. Yes, oh, you yeah. yeah like i'll i'll listen to the boss <laughs> oh, That's I'm gonna throw that out when i'm on the line i used
2: I
0: to be. hate bruce so me too so much right down uh, the tapes i hated him yeah born in the usa whenever that came on i was just like Oh yeah, it's, I turned it off right away.
1: Yeah, now was... I'm like, yeah, I'll
0: listen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not the best track on that song on that CD. But but I'm a dad and I'm an American. Well, I'm totally, so I need to listen to some more Springsteen. The yeah. boss. Actually, what happened was I watched this movie. Willem Dafoe was in it. Oh yes, and he was and he was looking for the Tasmanian tiger, mm. which is an extinct animal. It's based on a book. Oh, I gotta look it up now.
1: We told Piper buffaloes were extinct and she believed us. <laughs> <laughs> Until you went to Como Zoo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait. Until we're driving on 94 near Baldwin and there's like a hundred buffalo out in a field. <laughs> Are you jumping ahead to the strangest thing you've ever seen? Oh, gosh. That one's going to be hard. I've got yeah. so, many, whoa, whoa, so many strange things I've seen. Oh, the hunter. All the hunt, yeah. Did you ever see that movie? Oh, no, I haven't. I was thinking Deer Hunter
0: for a second. The hunter, so, so he goes, uh, he goes to Tasmania and he's looking for the Tasmanian tiger, which is a real animal, but it's, but they're assuming it's extinct. You can look, you can. They have like a, like a really crude black and white video of this animal. this okay. is a freaky looking animal. He gets hired by this company and he goes to look for it and he runs into this family where the dad is missing and. And there's this really sweet part of the movie where he hooks up the stereo because his dad was really into music. So they hooked up the stereo in the trees and he turns it on. And they're playing this beautiful song. And I'm like, oh, man, what is that song? And it was the freaking boss. It was yes. uh, it was I'm on Fire. Oh, really? Yeah. And I had never heard it before. And I'm like, that song is so good. That'd and then I looked a... it up and I'm like, crap. I like a Brace Springsteen
1: song. <laughs> well, that would be an insane song for a movie so
0: good well it was just like this really sweet moment where the family was remembering the dad and they were all kind of dancing under the trees listening to the boss was the dad being cremated while it was
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna check that okay so
0: was your answer the boss
1: no okay my answer now that we've rambled for a while i i figured out what it would be and it's for me it's probably a no-brainer the Rolling Stones, my favorite band of all time. Oh, all right. Um, Did you go
0: see them when they were at the Twin Cities?
1: No. Or the... uh TCF. Yeah. I, I went on to get tickets, and I was in the waiting room. Long story short, I didn't get tickets. Oh, that the, sucks. The website glitched, and I got kind of pissed and didn't want to... I could have still got tickets like the night before, but I was just kind of annoyed at the whole process. Oh. That, you know, you try to get tickets and you can't, and they just So they still the had price. some
0: available the night before? Or was yeah. It I could scalpers? have got them on
1: StubHub or Craigslist. Oh, you could have got them, and they were going cheaper for some reason, like I oh. think, because it was supposed to rain that night. Oh, People yeah. were getting scared off by the rain, yeah. but I heard from several friends that it's one of the best shows they've been to, and the sound was insane, and... Oh. But my theory is I'm gonna die before them, so I'll probably get a chance to see (laughs) them the way those guys (laughs) roll.
0: Well, I saw an article because Mick Jagger came downtown to a bookshop.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh
0: man, I because he that was right by my work. Oh really? I could have ran into Mick Jagger. No kidding. I would have taken a selfie with him so fast.
1: Dude, my super good friend from work, he said that his um his dad sold or. Sorry, his girlfriend's dad sold an amp to Willie's Guitars in uh, St. Paul. Yeah. And just killer guitar shop. And um, he just told me yesterday that Keith Richards was into Willie's and bought that same amp. Whoa. That while he was in town. Crazy. I said, are you serious? Like, you're not pulling my leg at all? And he said, it's absolutely true. Wow. crazy. Did you read Keith Richards? bio life yeah i actually listened to the uh book on tape johnny depp read that didn't he that's right oh man he was so good and then some some british dude with a super thick accent read the second half oh really yeah like they switched off um halfway through I wonder why they did that probably because it's so long it's a freaking long book yeah so much to read but i
0: read it and i'm just and i and i mean i haven't listened i mean that was another band
1: that i texted you i'm like oh i need to learn some new stones albums. yeah yeah i remember that so and like the least rock and roll thing to do is to be playing rock and roll into your seventies. But the fact that they're doing it like defines rock and roll. Cause everybody says yeah. it's not cool and they're doing it and it's somehow cool. It's, it's amazing. And I guess they just sounded fantastic.
2: <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: all right. Next question. All right. Let's do this.
0: I hope, hopefully you got time tonight. You got, you I said sure you got do. time. Okay. I got good. all the time all right. in the world. What TV show do you hate that everyone seems to
1: love? Oh man, the this is people love this show, and I haven't got into it. It's just too dark for me. Game of Thrones. Everybody loves it. Everybody in the world. I I haven't really talked to anybody who doesn't love it.
0: I'm with I'm with you. You're really? Actually,
1: yeah. I'm. It's crazy. We're brothers in that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I watched the first episode. And it's like. It's probably amazing. It's probably, yeah. if I watched the whole thing, I'd I'd get hooked, I guarantee. But it was so incredibly dark. I'm like, I just don't need this darkness to penetrate my soul. Oh, like, my I gosh. Just, yes. I just... Yes. I watched the first episode, and I had the same thing. I was just like, this isn't for me. And like, God, talk... I don't need this. Yeah. Well, I've, like, talked to my friends who love it, and they're like, yeah, that, the first couple are really dark. He's like, you get past that, and it's... Not as dark, but still, crazy
0: but then I had like I just talked to friends at at work, and they're like, Oh, I love that show so much. They're like, But this episode, (laughs) someone was forced to watch someone getting raped, yeah. I'm like, (laughs) That was the first episode, too.
1: that's, no, prob- that's, that's totally on the true. show I'm not that's even totally making true. that No you that's just real that's just real game of thrones <laughs> But literally the last, like the end of the first episode like this guy pushed another guy out the window and I was like I just felt so horrible afterwards I'm no, like I don't think I need to watch the next one. I'm just going to go watch I'm going to go watch Parks and Rec again or something. I'm going to go watch The Office again. Yeah, yeah. But that would be oh, my answer. Yeah. I don't know. That's the first one that came to mind. No, I'm with you. I haven't <clears> watched it. I, I wouldn't say I hate it, but I
0: but it, like I don't really have the. I have a very slight interest in watching it. Yeah. I think because the story is supposed to be really good, but it seems really complicated and Yeah. I don't know. I felt the same exact way with Mad Men. Oh, yeah. Which, I watched it. Well, I watched the first season and a half, and then I got to the point where the theme music would start, and my shoulders would literally slump. (laughs) Really? Like, I just feel like, uh, that's funny because I'd be so depressed like all these characters I don't know if you like Mad Men or not
1: I do I did get into it and it's it is one of my favorite shows oh okay but continue okay
0: but I, <laughs> no. but I just felt like I was watching all these people just do a downward spiral of despair yeah
1: it, yeah there's definitely depressing stuff on that yeah
0: too. I I mean I read I read how it ended and stuff and we won't spoil it on
1: here but I think I. yeah I haven't heard how it ended either oh okay I, I won't I've tell you still got the last half of that season to watch okay i won't but say anything There' a cool note on that um there's a musician from minneapolis who was on like i think it might have been the second to last episode he was he oh, was really? like <laughs> who was it um, his name's Ari Hurstend. I think that's how you pr- pronounce his last name. And he, uh, I've met him a couple of times, but he moved out to LA and he was on, he's been on some random shows like, uh, Two Broke Girls and... Oh, crazy. And he's a musician, I think, first and foremost, but he's trying to get into acting too. And he's obviously making a, a cool splash in that Yeah, world. no kidding. But, like, I think it was the second to last episode or something. Man, he, that's a, that's a big show to be on yeah like i guess don draper picks up a drifter and he's like this hippie drifter guy he's got cool like uh frowy hair and, oh, okay um and he he's supposed to, i read an article that he's supposed to be like representing a bob dylan type character oh, like kind okay. of like a nod sure. to bob or something like that so uh,
2: wait
1: you guys were on a tv show weren't you Oh, we had a song, yeah, in, on a TV show, yeah. yeah, on ABC. What was that? It's called "Secrets and Lies." Um, it aired this spring with Ryan Phillip, yeah, oh, whatever his name our was, right? Job. Yeah, yeah. It was our first. It was our first song that we ever got on. Um, were really any TV show, and it happened to be. Network primetime television, which was awesome. That's awesome. It was it was buried in the background of a scene, um, and we didn't know how it was going to be used, but it was a killer break. How, did, how
0: does that even work? Somebody contacted you and said...
1: Um, we have do you a, guys have a booking person? Or We have a manager, and our manager has been working with a company out of Southern California. I think it's out of L.A., um, and they'll... If you let them pitch your music, they'll pitch your music to oh, okay. different, you know, showrunners. Well, and I know, production I know. t v shows
0: kind of look for more local bands, like smaller bands, because it's just cheaper for them. Yeah, but then also they can get some indie music out there. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty cool. And so, yeah, they they'll they take a percentage and. You know, you get your song on a show. Yeah, that's cool. And you make some money. It's sweet. So, that's so if a cool they produced
0: one. a soundtrack for the show,
1: um, would it be on there? Or? He, probably not. This was a pretty. This is buried in the background oh. of a scene, so it wasn't like a featured. Epic end of the oh, like we're, we're type like song. you only hear the music kind of thing, yeah, 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 where you're like the lyrics are like part of the scene, yeah, it was more of a background thing, but still, was, that's pretty awesome. It was sweet, man. It's a big break because we've been trying to bust into that world for a while, and yeah, um, if you can kind of start to build up a resume, yeah, in that world, it's sweet. Like, if you can get a song on a movie or something, we've pitched, they've pitched just a tons of things, and it hasn't worked out, and they're supposed to be like an indie film that was interested in one of our songs, too. Oh, that's cool. That one almost got on. You'd recognize some of the cast. I can't remember who it was, but yeah, it would be That's very cool. cool. Still plugging away on that stuff, so. Yeah.
0: Sweet. All right. Next question. What is your earliest memory?
1: Earliest memory? I think I must have been like two years old, and I remember my dad mowing the grass. I don't know why I remember that. Uh-huh. But I remember just being on the second story of of our home where we live in. Must have been in Janesville, Wisconsin and just remember my dad mowing the grass. So wait, when did you move to the cities or did you come
0: did you come to Minneapolis to go to college? Yeah, I came to okay.
1: school, uh, eighteen. But I lived in was born in Janesville, Wisconsin, and then my mom got remarried when I was in kindergarten, so we moved up to north of Milwaukee, and that's where I... So was your dad just wearing jean shorts, no shirt, no. on the lawn? Oh, yeah, I bet he was. <laughs> Maybe a basketball jersey and like uh, just some really big, thick glasses, <laughs> the big, round ones. The, like the transition lenses?
0: I'll be honest, I'm pretty sure I've mowed the lawn in just jean shorts. Oh, today That's you probably
1: it. did. <laughs> I got my Kermit tee, so... I <laughs> but when you take that tee off, you got the Kermit tap, so <laughs> yeah, it's just, hard to tell. Just my whole chest is Kermit. Yes. <laughs> That's funny.
0: So how old were you when you moved to north of milwaukee do you say north of milwaukee
1: yeah a town called Mequon. uh i was must have been in kindergarten first grade oh my okay, so got, it's pretty early and we moved up there yeah i think that i don't know my theory is i remember that because it, like it was very my my folks got divorced when i was really young but mm-hmm. the fact that we were that was like my only family memory of us three mm-hmm. there because i remember my mom being there and my dad being there and i i think i was a two-year-old range yeah so i don't know when you're supposed to be able to remember your memories my earliest one is
0: year and a half really yeah
1: cool what were you doing playing Um, pinball i no,
0: i i mean i've already talked about it at one point but i was uh i was in mexico really i was telling you my grandpa went to mexico
1: stealing artifacts yeah (laughs) i remember
0: this guy raul he gave us candy. Nice. <laughs> he wore a white suit.
1: Really? And I totally yeah, remember. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, no,
0: seriously. He wore a white suit. His neighbors were Well, he gave us that, that uh, paper candy, like the candy that's on, like the little candy droplets that oh, are on gosh, paper. yes. Yeah. Those were the best. Yeah, you'd always eat the paper, I mean, they too. Were
1: pointless, but they yeah. were really fun as a kid. Yeah.
0: Do they still make those?
1: Probably somewhere.
0: Yeah. Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I totally remember that, and I went over with and I talked to my parents and like how old was I when I did that because that's my earliest memory and they said I was a year and a half that's crazy so, but the episode that I talked about it on was with John and he said his first memory he was a year and a half too and his parents got divorced super early uh-huh. and it was like it was an ideal memory of his parents being together huh so I was that's like that's interesting yeah that is really interesting that's
1: probably the same for me I've always yeah. thought kind of that yeah yeah interesting i get i get into that kind of stuff like the psychology behind her yeah that's really that's really interesting to me that 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 connection is there yeah for sure you know like and your parents stayed together so you just remember your grandpa buying you candy in mexico from a guy named Raul. (laughs) yeah 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 just Which that. is a way cooler memory <laughs> That's awesome
0: I also remember This must have been a different year But uh, We took my grandpa's van It was like this big blue and white van yes. That had no windows in the back did it have a ladder on the back? <laughs> Those were the best. It totally had a ladder on the back, yeah. What's that for? I don't, just to I don't climb know up get, to the, get up top just in case you need something. I don't in case, know. like, the <laughs> FBI dogs
1: are after you. <laughs> get
0: away. But we were sleeping in the back of the van. So we were leaving for Mexico the next morning. My brother and I are like, oh, we're going to sleep in the van. Yeah. And uh, so my grandpa came out to check on us to say night And... And I was standing in the driver's seat, and he shut the door, and my big toe got stuck in the door. Oh no! And I was crying, like I was—I couldn't even cry. I remember trying to yell, and I couldn't even yell. It was like a dream almost, where you can't yell. Yeah, yeah. And and I was like trying to point at my foot, and my grandpa thought I was waving at him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So he just—yeah—he literally did that. He just waved back. Was like, oh, so I was like, "Good night." I was like, "Ah!" And then you opened the door and felt really horrible. Sure. But we just put on our jammies and then slept in the back of the van. Next thing you know, we're in Mexico. <laughs>
1: that's crazy. Yeah, that's. I'm sure that's happened to multiple people, but just different <laughs> circumstances.
0: <laughs> There's no way. Like I think about the things that we did when I was younger. We took a trip to Florida. Trip to Mexico, riding in the back of a van with just a mattress on the floor. That's like awesome. that's not allowed anymore. No, it would you, never you happen. You'd probably
1: get freaking arrested for
2: yeah, that. Yeah,
0: probably. It's too
1: bad in a lot of ways.
2: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Alright, let's move on here. Sweet. We'll do one more, then we'll take a we'll take a drink break. Fifteen. Yeah. Sounds good. Oh. I forgot that I put this one on here. Mm. What did you get into the most
1: trouble for when you were young? Oh, man. I remember, I don't know if I got the most trouble for it, but I, oh, yeah, I guess I did. It just wasn't by my parents, but I, like, I remember being in the bus in first grade and I, like, these kids were all egging me on to swear. Yeah. And I totally did it. I don't remember what if I was trying to be cool or whatever oh. peer pressure totally. Do you remember the swear? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was definitely the S bomb. <laughs> 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 like the head nod. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: get throw the E on, on the episode explicit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Talking about first first grade swear. <laughs> but yeah, I def- th- and here's what happened though. The bus driver so the girl, I remember the girl who wanted me, was egging me on, trying to get me to say it. When I said it, she went and told on me oh, wow. to the bus driver, Whoa, what and a... the bus driver stopped the bus. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> she stopped the bus, pulled it over, threw the stop sign on, oh. came back, called me out in front of the entire school bus that was full. and oh I was in gosh. first grade. And I was just completely demoralized. I was done. And I just went home. I went to my room and started just probably crying. I was laying on the bed, I remember, and my mom tried to come and console me, and she had no idea what was wrong, uh-huh. but I was just defeated. That's and awful. Yeah, she... Oh. If you want to destroy a first-grade child, do that to them. Stop a bus. and. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but I remember that very well. and so, But I don't even know if I ever told my mom you know, Why? at that age yeah. Yeah. what had happened because I was yeah. so defeated, and I felt like I had done the worst thing in the world but yeah i remember oh that my very well <laughs> oh that's awful yeah
0: i think there was only one time that i really remember the bus driver just throwing the stop really? like stopping the bus and pulling over and like getting out of his seat and yelling at us <laughs> and we were all goofing around i don't remember what it was but he pulled over got out of his seat and he was like i will make you walk the rest of the <laughs> way it was like two blocks to the school we were like okay we'll be nice. quiet oh my god we'll sit down like, now that I think about it, that bus driver was on the edge of the freaking edge. Like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he maybe, he maybe shouldn't have been a bus driver. <laughs> he was so. really
1: on acid. Okay.
0: Well, here we go. Lay on me, sister. What is the strangest thing you have ever seen?
1: Oh, man. This one's okay. Quite, answer one. Easy answer is Dave. You and I have both worked at <laughs> Metropolitan Mosquito Control. Yeah, I, yes. I don't know if you've seen this too, but there's a guy named Happy Jack. <laughs> and we could probably go on down rabbit holes upon rabbit oh, holes yes. of Happy Jack stories. Yeah. First, what's his favorite kind of music? Oh, uh, Zydeco,
0: <laughs> New Orleans man.
1: Uh,
0: which, which, I'm I. Was like, yeah, I'll make you a Zydeco mixtape. Did I tell you that ever? Yes.
1: Yes. So you I just I ended up
0: just buying a best of Zydeco music. He never paid me or anything. Of course not. <laughs> but so now if you go through my iTunes purchases, it's like best of Zydeco, it's
1: still there. Oh, that's awesome. Do you remember <clears> that he had that girlfriend? Uh and she uh, had a Barbie. Barbie. Well, he had multiple girlfriends. Yeah, I he did have multiple girlfriends. That wasn't the one he called the Girth, was it? No. <laughs> He
0: had one that he called the girth?
1: Oh. Uh. <laughs> He's a horrible <laughs> <man>. <laughs> And she had a boat on Lake Minnetonka, and the only reason he was dating her was so that he could go out in the boat in the summer and he'd dump her in the winters. Oh, my gosh. And she, her boat was uh, painted on the side was the Joy Toy. <laughs> oh, Wow. It's true. This is all
0: stuff no, he told yeah. me. Well, I remember he had a he had a trailer up in Malax, and uh, he would say the only thing that would get him through traffic was the box of wine that he had in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> have a box of wine. Win in Malax. <laughs>
1: Win on 169.
0: <laughs> and then, and then when he would get to the trailer, he would never buy beer. No, he would just travel from campfire to campfire, and people would be like, You want a beer? He'd be like, oh.
1: Correct, <laughs> correct,
0: that's correct. exactly how he'd say it. Uh, correct, <laughs> and then he had uh,
1: then we had Mad Mike. Oh, he's still there. He is, I saw him today. Yeah, oh. Mad Mike's the best. I love that guy. We better be careful. He... The man could be angry at a sunset, boys. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Did Happy Jack actually say yes. that? Oh, my God. He told me that. He said, the man could be angry at a beautiful sunset. Because <laughs> at one point I asked him, what do you think of Mad Mike? He's kind of angry all the time, isn't he? You know, uh, that's what his line was.
0: <laughs> he said, he said they're like oil and water because they were going to, they were on my same team and they were going to get paired up and they were like, no. Nope. <laughs> That's not happening. We're like oil and water. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: <laughs> that was our first year when we were just like, uh, what in the world is going on at this I, place? We,
0: I'm not gonna be able to post this story, yeah, but I'm gonna tell you totally anyway. Anyways, Mike, Mad Mike would call everything suckers.
1: <laughs> he still does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I'm just like, dude, you don't even know what you're saying anymore. <laughs> exactly. Like. One time we stopped at a gas station and I bought <laughs> and I bought a Slurpee. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh man, I haven't had one of those suckers <laughs> in years." <laughs>
2: that sounds like bad, Mike.
0: And I was like, oh, "What?" <laughs>
1: You're like, you're just a young buck. You're wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah, I'm like One in, of your first jobs.
0: Yeah, like in between summers <laughs> and this I'm like Korean war
1: vet. Just <laughs> <laughs> calling your <yourself> a <laughs> <suck>. <laughs> Oh, oh, uh, that's exactly Mad Mike though. Like oh, his yeah, first, totally. when he takes a new guy out, he tries to say the most offensive and appropriate things to try and feel him out. Uh, test out if does he really got do that it on takes. purpose yeah he does it on purpose i realized that
0: are you on his team or when you see on your team
1: and i do the cattail stuff in the fall oh <clears> and, and then he's always cattailing yeah it. he's always yeah. cattailing nowadays and uh my good friend aubrey who worked there yeah we yeah working there she yeah. she's in the office she took over uh, Abe's job. Oh, seriously? Yeah, oh. so she's Man Mike's supervisor. So he's got a female supervisor, but she totally gets it. She's really cool. Oh, that's cool good. And, like, thinks he's I always cool. remember her being really cool. Yeah, she's cool. She's fun. She knew Caleb really well.
0: So anyway, that's funny. other than Happy Jack without a shirt on.
1: What was the the actual question again? What's the well, strangest, thing strangest
0: thing you've ever seen?
1: Okay, this doesn't really count, maybe, but it's an amazing one of my favorite memories or favorite stories is I don't think I've told you this and you probably haven't heard this. So our friend JD, a really good friend, JD, one of the funniest dudes I've ever met in my life. Um, He had, he just gotten married. This was like four years ago. And uh, it's one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Okay. Um, He had just gotten married and, he got married in Des Moines. My wife's parents live down in Omaha. So we were, shortly after JD's wedding, we were driving to Omaha and JD wanted to hang out, just grab dinner on sure. the way down shortly after his wedding. Um, and so I was texting him kind of on the way down there. And he, uh, we decided to meet at Red Robin cause they have bottomless fries. Why not? And I haven't been to
0: Red Robin in forever.
1: Th- and JD loves Red Robin. I like Red Robin. So we were like, that'd be a great place to meet. And uh, we're just texting on the way down what time works, blah, blah, blah. So we get down to the Red Robin at 6 o'clock or whatever it was, the exact time that we were going to meet. And JD calls me. I get a call from him. I pick him up, pick up the phone, and JD's like completely frantic, just panicked. And he's freaking out. I'm like, J.D., J.D., calm down. What's going on, man? And he's like, Lenny. He calls me Lenny. That's my nickname from college.
2: Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. Yeah, uh, My dad lit himself on fire.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, J.D., calm down. What's going on? He's like, yeah, my dad was trying to fix the dryer, and he lit his face on fire. (laughs) And I said, dude, calm down. Just hang up the phone. You don't need to call me. It's totally fine. Go take care of your dad. He's like... He's being, you know, what do they like, call it? Uh, he was in the helicopter uh, Flight oh, for Life. Like, oh, my They were gosh. taking him to Iowa City. And the craziest part is in the background is I hear his wife, Amy, laughing hysterically. Oh, She's my She's dying gosh. laughing and that would be something that I would do in college. <laughs> I, I like she took my place because I would be laughing in the background. <laughs> More so at the just humor of the entire right. situation. And right. Just oh craziness. And um so then Amy's laughing and jd's like
2: shut up baby, just shut up <laughs> <laughs> My
1: dad's on fire and it was just the funniest thing that i've ever heard and I, at the same time obviously concerned for his dad and worried about him yeah but um and thankfully the good news is things turned out well and he got better oh man was, i mean he was in icu for a while and seriously yeah, iowa city is where they flew him down
0: i remember that story of him lighting himself on fire but i don't remember how intense it was.
1: Yeah, I think he was trying to he was trying to fix something in the back of the dryer and oh, I don't man. know how things went so wrong. Honestly
0: but... for like a year or two ago, it was a couple of years ago. My dryer just like quit heating. And so I was working on it and I totally was like I'm going to set myself on fire just like JD's story. dad.
1: <laughs> I mean, if anybody knows JD like Somehow these things just happen to the guy, oh. and he makes them so funny. Yeah, he's just the, one of the funniest. He's got a knack for know. it. That's Do you have sure. a favorite JD story? That's <laughs> something that I've been meaning to ask you. I mean, there's so many. I good mean, ones. I'm
0: giving you a bonus question here. I know this is one bed. of my
1: questions for you. Oh, so well, okay. I'm, I'm All right,
0: spilling the beans. No, that's fine. We get um, the whole kidney stone. <laughs> That was incredible. In in college, which we never really found out if he had a kidney stone or not. <laughs> no. Like, we never, like, he, I know he had, he tried, well, we made the beer bong.
1: It mysteriously happened after he beer bonged a gallon of milk.
0: Yeah, because we didn't, we made a beer bong in college, but our campus was a dry campus. Mm-hmm. None of us drank. Mm-hmm. And, uh yeah, we beer bonged barks root beer and
1: milk. Did he do some root beer
0: too? I, I did a root. I did like two cans of root beer. <laughs> like that you was really? So foolish. Yeah. And water. Oh my gosh. Like the human body can't process that much water. Yeah. That yeah. Quickly. Was,
1: yeah. <laughs> you guys. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was when JD was doing everything possible just to get himself on YouTube. Yeah. It was, yeah, like it was just like Jack the height of Jackass. Super yeah. Popular. Yeah. <laughs> he was just. Yeah, I remember he was wearing a painting outfit well, we, like, we had a like, jumpsuit. We had like no money, right? Uh-huh. And,
0: but we bought these jumpsuits for $10, full white jumpsuits, just so we could beer bong, so J.D. could beer bung a gallon of milk, and I would hold the bucket in case he threw up.
1: <laughs> well, there's the one that he had the old guitar, and he asked me to smash <laughs> the guitar on top of his head. And he and I did it. It was awesome.
0: You can actually see him, like, blank out for a second. <laughs> you see, on like, the video
1: stars above his head. <laughs> it's like a cartoon. It totally was. Gosh, uh, where's that footage? Who I took it? Hoover. Oh man. He's
0: got the tapes somewhere, probably. Yeah. Caleb had them for a long time, but we all know Caleb just threw them away. Yeah, Let's be honest there
1: electronics his game boy his ipad one and just everything yeah just
0: don't even open that box just throw it away
1: everything that's two years or older <laughs> get rid of the clutter
0: i need him over to my house yes i'm moving us along sounds good do you
1: have any rituals or habits i don't think i have really many that i can think of like before a show or anything, there's not really anything that that I try to do every time. I can't really think of anything like rituals. May I mean, maybe what's yours? Maybe it would sp- it would spring a. I mean, you don't have to go into detail. I'm just trying to think. Oh no, that's fine. I can
0: I can tell you mine. Um, I've never. I don't think I've ever told anyone this. Secrets. Yeah, Hildo Secrets. Hildo Spills His Beans. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I decided. If I do a solo episode, that's what I'm going to call it. Hildo Spills His Beans. (laughs) Um, This is really... It's weird. But... (laughs) It's going to sound even more weird as I start to tell it. But I promise it's not freaky. It's just weird. (laughs) So... You know when you take a shower? Yes. (laughs) You, well, our shower has three knobs. Middle switches it from the faucet to the shower. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the shower, I always turn it back to the bathtub faucet so it drains out. Okay. I have to stick my foot under the faucet. Oh. I don't know why. Just to, like, Like, I let that water run over my foot, just like a second. But it's like something I have to do.
1: Interesting.
0: I don't know where it came from.
1: That's perfect. That actually reminds me of one that I have. Okay. Now. All right. And all right. Piper, my wife, always makes fun of me for it when I'm watching TV. Yeah. Like I'll get a little weird OCD thing where I'll touch the like volume knobs, uh-huh. the left, the right, and the middle, and then I'll do like a triangle shape with my thumb. Okay. And then she'll bust me on it. Like the first <laughs> time she saw me doing it, she's like, "What are you doing?" And I have to do it in a a certain order, yeah, and I'll do that with other random things too. So I don't know if that's a ritual or a habit, but it's just like this. Oh, totally, yeah. Tiny OCD thing that I kind of yeah. Do. It's like
0: a little something that I have to do, and I have no idea why I do it. I've been doing it for years. Yeah, I don't think I've ever told anyone
1: that. Yeah, so I'm glad you told me. <laughs> <laughs> but this it's is a like safe a, place. It's like a calming thing. Like when you're just sitting there relaxing, it's kind of, for me. It's like this just wind down yeah which is kind of for me for me it's like a transition like okay done with the shower done turn it so you put the your foot under the water when you're done
0: yeah so i'm finished showering i switch it from shower to faucet stick my foot under let the water run over my foot my right foot and then i just get out what if you forgot to do
1: that i don't know probably get hit by a bus or something yeah probably probably really go crazy bad. it'd be so bad <laughs> don't ever not do it <laughs>
0: yeah now i have to do it yeah
1: now it's like
0: now it's like officially ocd where i think the world will end if i
1: don't do it yeah, yeah. now that you've spilled your beans mm-hmm. all right what is the worst job you have ever had
2: worst job
1: uh i worked with my dad on uh, high school and we would we'd clear he was a landscaper arborist so we had big jobs where we'd have to I was just the grunt guy basically you know yeah and just hauling brush and chipping and brush in the heat and Oof. there's a there was like a three story pile of brush out in the middle of just a dirt <laughs> oh my gosh. cornfield or something like that yeah and me and another guy just chip brush all day long. Oh. It was horrible. It was just old dry wood. So, wait, you know? you
0: it through a machine to yeah, chip it up? A giant chipper. Oh, okay. And like so, the Fargo chipper, basically?
1: Yeah, but one of the big ones that shoots it into the back of a, of a oh, truck, yeah. you know? So, yeah. it's like you throw, you know, you get your hand cut in there, you're, your arm's gone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Thing. I've had gloves, like. Go along with the seriously with the branches and just yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean they're dangerous machines, but if you use them right, it's alright. But so would it totally shred the glove? Like just gone? It's just like just shoots it right. Into uh, the truck. But uh, did you have to tell your dad yeah, I lost he's the glove? So pissed when I lose a glove. <laughs>
0: That could have been your hand,
1: Ben. I'm taking that out of your paycheck. What did you say? A $3 that three dollar glove. No, no.
0: <laughs> oh, that runs a story. Go on. <laughs> it's a Tyler story. Oh, so that's my where, favorite. It's fra-
1: <laughs>
0: his. Uh, I love that guy. His dad. So they had a cabin up north. Well, it was really just like this house on a piece of land that was. The house was shambles, basically. And then they had a trailer parked in the land. And they were, build, they were building like this big two-story cabin. His mm-hmm. dad was building it. And they would, he, he let us come up to the cabin and, and stay there. And he'd be like, but I want you guys to work for part of the day on Saturday. Sure. To help build the cabin. We're like, yeah, attached. sure. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, attached. yeah, totally. <laughs> so he would say, well, I'll pay you 10 bucks to help me and then I'll well I'll pay you 10 bucks and I'll take you out to dinner that night. So we're like great, that's awesome. Cuz we were like I don't, we didn't have jobs. We were sure. high school. We were, well, I probably had a job, I don't know, but but so we did it. We were doing like second story, hanging plywood and using a pneumatic nail gun. Oh, man. <laughs> so anyway, we worked for a whole day. Yeah. And he and he takes us out to dinner. He hasn't paid us yet, but he takes us out to dinner. And he goes, When we get to dinner, he goes, Oh yeah, the ten dollars that I'm giving you is using it for the dinner. Oh nice. <laughs> That's
1: amazing. <laughs> Where'd you go to dinner?
0: This place it was like the lucky the lucky horseshoe or something like that. Oh man. It was on the lake. But it was a dinner was ten dollars. So, my friend and I would split a dinner so we could get five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Back from him, we're like,
1: we split it. <laughs> did he give it to you or did he keep it?
0: Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> he probably kept it.
1: That's awesome. Oh, good Love a good Nortat story. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that guy's hilarious. <clears throat> Nortat. Nortat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you and and Donnie Bargman cover any Nortot stories? No,
0: we didn't. No, this is the first.
1: You really didn't cover the one where he (laughs) grabbed Donnie by the throat and threw him on a futon? Said, I'm going to kill you? No. No. We can tell that that story.
0: It's probably going to get cut, but it's for us now. Yes. Well, we, I mean, you can tell it. No, you tell it. You don't remember?
1: You tell it the best oh it's so good (laughs) well
0: in college like it was a big thing to kick each other's doors
1: (laughs) especially Tyler's oh yeah especially
0: yeah we'd find the person that would get the most mad their door would be shut
1: (laughs) taking a nap or whatever so
0: Ben and I uh, went to this small Christian college it was and a lot of people lived in the same building that the classes were in so we had a lot of people big building and we would they had these big (laughs) thick wooden doors and we would go and kick the door super hard and startle whoever was in there. And if you got real lucky, the person that you kicked their door would chase you. <laughs> you got lucky. <laughs> and I remember one time we all lined up. No, Dave Dave and I, my roommate Dave, which that episode is already posted by this point, but but Dave and I kicked Tyler's door. Oh,
1: that was so funny.
0: <laughs> and he chased us down. And he was so mad because he was like, I'm taking a nap. Then he shut the door and then we kicked his door super hard. <laughs> and then uh oh, I remember this so vividly because he was so mad, but <laughs> so I got out of the way. I was like hiding between our bunk beds. And he pushed <laughs> Dave onto the futon. Because he, was... he
1: like he knew he oh, somehow he, sensed Dave was going to come kick his door at that moment, right? Like, he was uh, waiting. Oh, he was, like, right there. On the other side of the door, yeah, just like, ready to like get Like, he on. was right there, like, so flung the door open,
0: chased us down, chased us back in our room, flung Dave on the futon, <laughs> and he just looks him in his eyes with, like, fire coming out of his eyes. <laughs> and he says, leave me the hell <laughs> alone. That's
1: so awesome. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> you guys got greedy. You kicked <laughs> him one too many
2: times.
0: I remember we kicked somebody's door. <laughs> out. I don't remember who it was, but they chased us through the whole building. <laughs> really? I, we finally got outside, but I just—I didn't even—I—I I ran so fast that I didn't even look back. I just remember the sound of their flip flops <laughs> against the
1: concrete. Gross. The flip flops like, so you didn't get <laughs> gonorrhea in the shower. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I, were you with that? T- I don't know. I don't think I was with that. I didn't hear that I don't, I don't that even story. know who that was. Was it Lance? The guy with all the samurai swords and he had the gut that he named Skeletor? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no. He was, he was a big guy and he had a gut and he named it Skeletor. What? <laughs> yes.
0: No, I remember I remember John.
1: Oh, yeah. He was another guy with the swords. Yeah, there's a lot of guy with he swords. He got booted over there. because
0: he had poison in his room. <laughs>
1: That's so true. He was, like, he was like, almost graduated and he oh. got kicked out.
0: I just remember sitting in the hallway and he wa- he walked past me. Yeah, and he was wearing like this brown cloak, and he had like this metal spike. <laughs> And I said, I, I was like, hey, John. And I said, hey, John, what's <laughs> going go." I'm crying over here. And I said, hey, John, what's going on? He just looked at me with a cloak still over his head. Funny. Cloak over his head, <laughs> spike still in his hand. And he just said, "He just said Satan is an evil dude." <laughs> <laughs> and then he Satan went. Satan to- is an <laughs> evil, dude. Yeah, he was like, "Satan is an evil dude." And then he just went in his room, like, "Dude, you're gonna kill us all." Oh my god,
1: that's really funny.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm literally just. Tears running Me down too. my face.
1: I haven't laughed this hard in a long <laughs> time. No, uh, yeah, funny.
0: yeah. He was just like Satan is an evil dude, and then he just went in his room. was it!
1: Uh, he's the same dude who used to write poetry, and then he would, ta- <laughs> he would tape it, tape it in the bathroom stalls, so people would be forced to read it while they were in the bathroom. Uh, Oh,
0: close. Oh, you were talking about getting YouTube hits and stuff there. Yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> there was, he was spreading his message.
1: He sure was. Oh, oh guys, my that's gosh. Funny.
0: I've never told anyone that story either because I was just so afraid.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, <clears throat> being afraid, when was the last time you were truly afraid?
1: Uh, last time I was truly afraid... My wife has a bad habit of waking up in the middle of the night thinking that she heard an intruder in our home. The last time she did it, we were in an apartment and she woke up at like three in the morning. She's like, Ben, wake up. Uh, Somebody's in the shower. And I'm like, what? Like, I jumped out of bed, totally freaked out, uh, not sure what to do. And then I just. Flipped on all the lights and went into the bathroom, and I was terrified. Yeah. And I opened the shower curtain as fast as I could, and there was nothing there. And then I'm like, hey, wait a minute. We live in an apartment. Someone's taking a shower in the just somewhere else. Oh, yeah. And she completely freaked me out. Uh. uh, The next day we laughed about it, but holy cow. And another time she did it, we were at my parents' cabin. Uh, north of like hayward wisconsin and it was our first time there we actually drove in the pitch dark night you know like january in minnesota yeah like dark at like four thirty. 30 um the north woods and driving through like axe murder country you know there's like trees everywhere and you can't see anything and we like made our way to this cabin that we had never been to. Somehow, got the key and found our way in there. And it was our one. This was an anniversary of some sort, so we had uh, we just bought some sparkling cider or something from Walmart. Yeah, <clears throat> and I put it in the freezer to cool it down, and I had totally forgot about it. Oh no, in the freezer. But in the middle of the night, I'm a really sound sleeper. But she she heard it something explode, but she thought it was a gunshot out in the middle of the woods. You know, oh, like, it's, yeah, cause we were kind of freaked out. Cause it was dark. Sure. We didn't know really where we were. And, uh, she thought it was a gunshot or somebody trying to get in and she woke me up and I just, I was frozen. In my oh bed. So man. Those are the two instances I can think of, but th- that freaks you out when you're sleeping oh. and you think somebody's in your home or wherever.
0: I've totally, I've totally had that where Jess wakes me up and she's like, "I hear
2: something."
1: Oh my gosh!
0: I'm like, "All right, I'll go check it out." And so then I'm like wandering around the whole house. Oh,
1: in your underwear? Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> my boxers, just like looking, and not of course nothing's here. Yeah. Because all the doors are still locked. Nobody's come in or anything. Right. Like I should just check the doors, and that's that's it.
1: Yeah. But... Yeah, my my uh, dad tells me. Uh, great story he was in college and he came home for the weekend and he was the only one home and I think all the lights were off in the place he might have been sleeping or something but he heard something around the back door of the sliding glass door so he just walked over there and he was just in his sweatpants <coughs> whatever and he was staring face to face with a guy breaking in like just looking him right in the eye. Whoa. It like gives me chills every time he tells a story. And so he just made a split decision, opened the door and started chasing the guy. And he started chasing him around the backyard, chasing him across the street. And he started chasing them through a field across their, <clears throat> across their property or whatever. And he was getting just close to grabbing the guy. I don't know what he was gonna do with him when he grabbed him. But yeah, But he no like kidding. reached out to grab him and his sweatpants weren't tied, and they fell down, and he <laughs> tripped, and the guy got away. <laughs> oh, I love that story, though. But it gives me chills oh my to staring, you know, staring face-to-face with a guy trying to break into your home.
0: Oh, I cannot it's imagine crazy. that.
1: <clears throat> and then they have the guts to go after the guy. Like, I mean,
0: a guy I know that happened where some... A drunk guy was, like, super drunk and it had broken into their house. And, like, so his kid's bedroom was, like, it was, like, kid's bedroom, kitchen, and then the parents' bedroom. Hmm. And their little kid walked through the kitchen and came into the bedroom because he was a terrible sleeper. Yeah. And he was like, Mommy, I saw a ghost. And she was like, Oh, what? She's like, Well, I'll take you back to bed. And there was a dude in their kitchen, and the kid had walked past the dude. Oh my god! And went into their bedroom, and he like really saw a real person.
1: That's messed up. What was the guy doing?
0: He had a, just... he had a lighter, and he was trying to find his way in through the house. And so he went into the kid's bedroom, and it stood in the doorway and lit the lighter. Oh
1: my gosh!
0: And and the guy said that he was that he was super drunk and trying to figure out where his bed was. <sighs> but like, That's I don't maybe... know what you believe. <clears throat>
1: yeah. yeah i heard of, I just somebody was telling me about at the U of M that happens all the time. Like drunk kids uh, just wander into people's houses and like go to bed. <laughs> and then like people wake up in the morning and there's some college kid yeah. in their like spare bedroom. Well, that would be crazy. When we
0: lived in the stud stable, that would happen once in a while. Like <laughs> we'd go to the second living room and there'd be somebody random some random person sleeping on the couch and yeah. like i would never seen that person before. (laughs) And it's usually a friend of some... I mean, you live with four other guys. Yeah. It's going to happen.
1: It'll... You figure out who it is somewhere down brother,
0: My brother told me this story where he lived in an apartment. In college, he lived in an apartment with three other guys. Like, it was a dorm room. They had bunk beds. And this girl came into their room one night. She was sleepwalking or something and got into the what would her be would be her bunk in her room because they're identical rooms and she got into the same bed as like this super introverted guy yeah and he just didn't say anything <laughs> and then just i guess frozen yeah just frozen and i guess she woke up and freaked out and then just ran out the room they never found out who the girl was or anything
1: oh really yeah <laughs> that's funny it's
0: never happened to me i, I don't know
1: me neither yeah it's usually J D crawls <laughs> into my head. <laughs> usually
0: somebody pretending to be a Velociraptor. Yeah. Exactly. Clothes optional. Yes. All right, next question. If money was no object, what would you do all day?
1: Oh man. I'd write and record tunes. That would be I think of you know, you think about that sometime if that's what you get if you could do Mm-hmm your dream you know yeah um it'd be awesome and when i'd be on unemployment or you know off for the winters i would that's what i would do write songs and it was a great experience because you'd i would just be able to really try out different things and just have so much time to work on stuff yeah um but you know there's some there's some a cool challenge about Having a really busy schedule and still doing what you love to do too right you know? it almost like means more, and like to have to carve out time, yeah, to make sure that you do what you love is almost more special at the same time, so mm-hmm. but yeah, no, it's a it's a cool question, and i I would probably. I would probably write and record music, but I mean that's kind of what I I try to do anyway. So yeah, that, maybe that means I'm on the right path. I don't know. <laughs> we uh,
0: oh, we kind of touched on it before, but like both of us have young kids. <clears throat> yeah, like we try to. We both work full time jobs, mm-hmm. and we have creative aspects outside of those full time jobs. It's like mm-hmm. like recording this podcast. You know, I ask my friends to come over at eight thirty at night because my my son's gone to bed, you know, and right, that's in right. the time that I have it. And I've been lucky enough where people are like, "Sure, I'll come hang out in your basement for a couple hours and talk." And it's a sweet basement, <laughs> but it's it's nice to be able to do that. But it, it's it's tough to find places to fill in those cracks with creativity stuff. And yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It'd be sweet if it was the other way around, you know, where you're doing more more mm-hmm. creative things. And but. um I think it's special if you if you continue to do it when your life has a lot of things going on. Yeah. It makes it sweet. It's
0: I do kind of wonder if it would change from... Because right now this is kind of like a passion project. Like your music is a passion project for you. Mm-hmm. Like if it would change if you were doing that full-time, if it would still be a passion project or not. Because I've, I've never had the opportunity to work full-time with something that I'm super passionate about. Yeah. And I wonder if that switches or if you just like are riding that high all the time. I don't know.
1: It, I mean, in music, and I'm sure, you know, with this, it's like there's a lot of rewards, but there's a lot of times where it's just frustrating or you get bummed out about it. Like, there yeah. was like a time two or three weeks ago that I just had to I had to turn off, and I was, like, literally super depressed for, like, three days oh. because... You know, I mean, if you're just being honest, it's like you know, I've got a new record coming out, but I don't really have there's just so many things that go against you sometimes in terms yeah. of promotion and like like if, finding
0: the right venue for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and if I would like if with our band too, it's like if you're on if you're on the road 200 days out of the year, like I I'm really confident that we would make some major headway in you know, you just get in front of different people in different cities yeah. and meet different people, but we just can't do that. And, you know, we we're the type of band we could, we could do that, but we just, we've cho- chosen not to. Um, yeah, you kind of chose to have families instead. Yeah. And then that's a beautiful thing too. Yeah. And so we, we've switched gears and we're in it for the, we're in it for more of the long haul. Aaron and I talk about, you know, just continuing to make really great records and, mm-hmm and being the guys who who stick it out you know and but it's fun i'm blessed and i'm happy and there's some days that are you get down on it just because you want more from it but there's other days where you just try to be super happy about where you're at yeah it's been a fun ride no matter what that's what aaron and i always talk about like we've gotten to do things that we would have never gotten to. oh sure you know it's been a blast it's a great run and we hope to continue it so It's fun. Hildy Smack.
0: You should do the Hildy Smack where you just insult your guest. I wished for a
1: better answer, but that's what we'll get tonight. It's time for this week's Hildy Smack. Bawk. Do you have any <laughs> the gong. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have any any sweet sound effects. You, you got to have crickets for when somebody just bombs a joke.
0: <laughs> Honestly, we just cut the entire question. It's just god. Yeah. it's
1: like you we just... need to get you some sponsors. Just some I know, really right? Random sponsors would be awesome. I know, would be so sweet. So, yeah. there's networks that there's a I know a guy who does a podcast um network Alive and Social Network Alive and Social Media Really Yeah they they do the podcast out of a house in South Minneapolis uh and they have sponsors it's actually Tom Bernard's nephew Oh really? Uh, Sean Bernard, he's a really great guy. He's he's a fan of our band, and he's been really great to us. I Crazy! If I should try to get you a coffee meeting with him or something. Sure. I just thought of that just now. Yeah, he's a great guy. Does he do it full time? I think he's doing it full time. Yeah. Crazy. He's been doing. He used to be a DJ, and he works in that world. But he's like, he's got a lot of the you know BT from the old Cities 97 morning show mm-hmm. he works i think he's with go 96.3 now but he uh he's part of that alive and social network
0: i always thought bt was hilarious
1: yeah he's he's such a nice guy such bt
0: and guy. lee in the morning man know, 97
1: man. yeah bt we did a house show at the alive and social media like premiere uh-huh at that house and yeah bt was like the um, oh very cool mc guy he was awesome
0: okay do you think bt and brian oak sound really
1: similar yes okay it's all almost right. like they first for a long time i thought they were school. the same person i know and i've never heard of dj like those two guys anywhere like they're just the way that they speak and the way that they carry themselves on the air is so unique and yeah awesome yeah Like, it's, they're, like, the most well-spoken, professional, but, like, really entertaining, interesting DJs. I used
0: to, oh, man. There was some times with BT and Lee got me really cracking up. Really? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Well, BT would do, like, this little whisper thing. Really? Oh, it was so perfect. Yes
1: that's
0: funny i don't i can't remember a, a specific example but
1: that was our first year of mosquito control i would i would yeah me yeah to me too that's the only time i ever listened to him, I'd up throw him early in the morning yeah the morning shows it was either that
0: or k fan and i just cannot take that much sports radio <laughs> oh. yeah. talk radio makes me fall asleep so that's why yeah i'm like oh i'm doing a podcast yeah good thing we're doing talking right now this is a question i've never asked before (laughs) have you ever had an experience that led you to believe in angels or ghosts
1: whoa supernatural supernatural Mm. I I haven't had one personally, but I've had friends who have told me stories that made my the hair on my arm stand out. Oof. Um you probably had the same maybe you've had an experience or of heard... I've had a few experiences. experiences, yeah. Have you? Maybe yeah. you're one of those friends. Maybe you can refresh it's my probably memory. Yeah, yeah. One I remember was um Kirby, my our friend Brian Curvis was telling me he had like a really big Speaking engagement that he was going to talk to a ton of kids or something. I mean, kids his age. He was okay. in high school at the time. Um, And he said, like, a, he went to sleep that night and woke up with, like, a presence on his chest. Like, uh, like a full human being, like a 200 pound weight on his chest. Like, literally woke up like that and couldn't. Breathe or anything, and uh, oh man, like stuff like that really is just crazy, yeah, to me. like it's I don't know, like and this is a guy who wouldn't be making this up, you right, know? like there's no way you'd be making this up. I've heard right. that from a few few people, stuff like that when there's like a big event, a speaking engagement, or you know something, something where you're gonna make some sort of impact, yeah, exactly, yeah. have you had a situation like that. are you an angel? (laughs) Like that show from the '80s, "Touched
0: by an Angel." Yeah, touched by a hildo. My gosh.
1: I was thinking of the show Highway to Heaven, I think. Do you remember oh, that with show with uh, the guy yeah, where the with the baseball uh, ball cap? And... With the
0: dude from uh, Michael Landing from, yeah. from Little House on the Prairie. Absolutely. Yeah, totally.
1: That Wasn't he an angel? Or one of those guys was? Oh, yeah. He was an angel. Oh, gosh.
0: Yeah. What was the name? Well, you just said the name of the show. Highway well, to Heaven, I yeah, think. Yeah,
1: Highway to Heaven. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think.
1: Hmm. Well, yeah. Personally, I haven't had any any personal thing happen to me. But I've,
0: I've had, yeah, I've had a, I've had plenty of stories where people are telling me stuff that's just straight up creeping me out. Yeah. Um, I was an intern in Wyoming, and this lady.
1: Oh, is that the internship where you got to put up the? crazy church signs like there was a did, you told me there's like a binder <laughs> no, that, was like that, was a diff-
0: that was a different church oh that's okay yeah they had a book that was like 1001 church signs
1: <laughs> cheesy church like, seriously
0: they have a book for that yeah oh my god God answers knee mail
1: <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that was my favorite one i need that t-shirt god oh. answers knee mail uh or um what was another one? <laughs> That's a good one. The, the best pillow is a clear conscience or something oh like my that. Gosh. I don't know. Yeah. But one God of,
1: Answers an Email is my favorite. Did you know this isn't one of those signs probably, but JD had a t-shirt that said, Jesus is watching. Everybody look busy. <laughs> 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 what would Jesus do for a
0: Klondike bar? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> um, i'm trying to think yeah i had you said
1: some of an internship anyway. yeah
0: i had an experience i don't know i don't know what it was really but but it was um this lady had called the church and was like i have ghosts in my trailer you need to come pray at my trailer because i have i have ghosts <clears throat> and uh we went over there a couple of times throughout the summer and it was a weird coincidence but every every night before i would go i would have that same dream like thing like like you said Curtis was telling you about like a weight
1: on your chest or something like, like
0: that? i would wake i would we had, uh lee on my podcast was talking about it but but it was like sleep paralysis where you wake up and you feel like there's a presence in the room. Mm-hmm. And there were several times where I felt like somebody was tugging on my shirt, like mm. pulling me out of bed. Mm. And I would wake up, like, oh man, what was that? And then I would get a phone call. It's like, oh, this lady wants us to come do some go. We called it a ghost busting. Where <laughs> nice. we'd go to her trailer and like pray pray at so her trailer.
1: you feel that and then get a phone call?
0: It was like... so we went over there three times and the first two times I had had that experience and then they would call Hmm. and then I never put it together, but then it happened a third time and I was like, Oh, I'm going to get a call. And then I got, I got a call like that day. Wow. And, and she was like, Oh, you need to come over.
1: That's kind of crazy.
0: And it was, it was crazy. I don't know if we helped her at all or like, what? But she said she's she would her little kids in her trailer playing and like she would see stuff moving around. Oh my and gosh, like
1: that stuff freaks me. Yeah, out, it's dude. freaky.
0: At the same time, I knew that she was doing a bunch of drugs. Oh, okay, <laughs> so <laughs> so that didn't help. And her oh. like. Like, I didn't need any premonitions to be like, you need to stop doing drugs. You gotta lay off the heroin. Like, you have a two year old daughter. You need to not do drugs right now. But, but I don't know. It was a weird, it was like, I can't explain it. It was a weird thing where I would have that feeling, and then I would get a phone call and be like, you need to go. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's wild.
0: Yeah. I don't know what, I have no idea what ever happened to that lady or whatever, but yeah crazy. Oh, here we go. If you went on a spiritual journey, where would you go and what would you do? Wow. Yeah, they get what's, more personal as we go here.
1: What's a spiritual journey?
0: Whatever whatever you think it needs to be.
1: Oh, I would I love the desert um like the southwest type of desert um i'm a big fan of that area so i've i've thought about like it'd be cool too is like i've never gone to the northwest Uh and i always thought it would be cool to just get in the car by myself and because highway 12 like right by where i live so you take 394 out of minneapolis go west that turns into highway 12. Mm -hmm. if you keep going it goes all the way to Washington. It it hooks Seriously? up with like ninety way out in Montana or something like okay. that. Okay, but I always thought it stays
0: twelve it's, until then.
1: Yeah, it's twelve for a long Crazy. time. Crazy. It might be. It might be Western, like South or North Dakota or something like that. But it's right. it's twelve for a long time. I just always thought it'd go from my house. The highway that goes pretty much right by me. Yeah, that'd be amazing. And just go out west, and then maybe do like a music tour like a solo thing like totally by myself and just like sometimes you just need to clear your head and figure some things out and, and and meet people and yeah you know stay in some places and um i thought that would be cool sometime to do that so that's very cool Yeah, like it'd be cool just to do a solo tour, like a week or something like that, and just hit up the uh, region that I've never hit up before, and maybe Mm -hmm. like put myself out there in a way that would be uncomfortable a little bit, and like see who I meet, and really cool things happen when you're when you put yourself in that position. Yeah, it seems like, and I think, um,
0: I think, as humans we take care of each other that are in that situation Mm. where like a solo person goes to a different town, especially if you're playing music or something like that, you're going to find people that are going to want to take care of you. Yeah. I think that's cool because you meet some of the experiences and like, some of those some of the coolest things are when you put yourself out like that and someone's like, Well, why don't you just come stay at my house? Yeah. Like, Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, for sure. You don't know,
1: don't wear my skin as a suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and
0: how rare it is that it's actually a crazy person and that it's really just someone that's cool and usually inviting.
1: Yeah. Usually they're <laughs> awesome, awesome people. You can usually get the creeper vibe too, initially. Yeah, that's true. If they're really weird. Maybe if they mentioned like a super sleepover,
0: maybe just just cut them out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
1: Just just completely ignore them. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, well, I'm going to
0: go with this guy because he said he'd buy me Jimmy John's. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Yeah, that's. I think it is something about being alone you know i think about this a lot uh, with my position and with your position too you know we both have a young kid mhm it's very rare that i'm actually alone yeah it's a rare experience yeah it happens probably i mean other than like driving in the car maybe yeah but i think it's good to be i i re- this this year I Jess and I kind of got in like not a not like an argument or anything like that, but it was kind of like a hard conversation to have. And she was kind of like, What's going on? And I've never been anyone that needs alone time. Mm. But it came out like I'm never alone. Sure. Like I am literally never alone. Yeah, yeah. Maybe once a month or something like that. Yeah. And and I came to the point where I'm like, I kind of need I need alone time. Like I need to be alone for an hour or two hours or whatever yeah And i've never needed that
1: huh that's but, interesting yeah yeah and i'm the type of person that <coughs> i i can be very social like i have fun in social situations but mm-hmm. then i can totally be alone too and i i need that downtime sometimes like yeah i get more energized usually by myself than um when i'm with a group or if i'm like you know out there hamming it up or whatever like Mm -hmm. i i lose energy from that whereas some people are the exact opposite where they get get energy energy from a big girl yeah and so yeah i totally get that i think as
0: as i've gotten older i've i've switched a little bit where i like lose more energy doing that okay i can still do it but by the end i'm like okay i'm ready to just go read a book by myself for a little while or something yeah a little
1: bit yeah i hear you for sure
0: <clears throat> okay what is a change in your life you would like to make this year
1: Ooh. A change in my life get
0: into the needy greedy.
1: yeah <laughs> Not I start you off easy yeah you got me you buttered me up with your fine drinks. cocktails yep. and funny questions midnight snacks yep i was I was mowing the lawn this afternoon and I was thinking about i was thinking about just some things that I would like to change. I forget exactly what they were there's always i'm pretty self self critical i would you know just i think one of the things I tried to work on is just like not talking smack about people you mm-hmm. know like even in joking or passing my my dad's side especially is like find a lot of humor and ripping people. And it's yeah. really, really funny. Like, hilarious. I laugh so hard. Like more so like guys that like a happy Jack or like, you know, uh-huh. like got just characters. Oh yeah. Dudes who are characters. I mean, my family has a tendency to go away over the line and get, <laughs> mean. and I try not to do that, but you know, there's this, like, cleansing feeling when you choose... If you're if you're going to, like, rip somebody or just, you know, you call it venting or whatever, vent, yeah. on, vent about a situation, but there's a line where you can get into the super negative and just, like, start bashing somebody when it's probably unnecessary. Like, I, I've tried to work on that, and I'd like to get better at that. That would be... Right. There's just a a feeling i get when i cross a line and i just feel like you think it's better to get it out but then in the long run it's like you feel crappy afterwards <laughs> <It sucks>. yeah <laughs> i know and i don't like that feeling but I, that, i'd like to work on that
0: that whole idea of would you say this per- would you say this in front of this person mhm or would you say that in front of that group of people yeah Ugh. That's a hard. That's a hard litmus test where it's just like, would I really do this? It totally is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I don't. You know, I don't know why it it bothers me when I do it, but it just does. So mm-hmm. maybe that means I should, I should work on it more. You know, type thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, it is tough. But, and
0: I think I think ripping on each other can be fine too. It's just kind of where that line is, like, marrying into Jessica's family, they rip on each other all the time, and mm-hmm. my family was just not like that at all. Sure, sure. And so then, when I married into it, I was like, I can't believe you talk to your family that way. <laughs> and for them, it's, like, totally loving, totally fine. Yeah, yeah. And my family would just be, uh, like, causing this huge rift. Yeah. And it's, yeah it's a balance
1: yeah yeah and like my like i give my my wife's family is great and they're super fun and we rip each other too but it's like it's stuff that we're like what you said would you say it in front of this person yeah probably if you'd say it in front of this person you're you're fine but if you are for sure like going behind their back and blasting them then then it's probably something you should not do. Yeah. Or at least I would like to not do. <laughs> uh,
0: thinking about whether or not I would tell John Sanford that he was creeping me out that night.
1: No, that was a total fair game.
0: That I was would. was hilarious. <laughs> I would. I'd be like, you were creeping me out? You had a cloak <laughs> and
1: a sword. You were saying Satan is a bad dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're technically right, but don't ever say it like that again. <laughs> it's really weird. Especially when it's midnight. And you're wearing a cloak
0: and then you've been outside in the dark for a long time with a spike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. All right. What is the best
1: advice you have ever received? Ooh. I, when I was in late high school my uncle was really he was super encouraging for me to go to college and I I don't know I wasn't huge into the idea I wanted to go to like an art school or work on something like that but he just kept hounding me about going to college and um he he just said, it's the best experience you'll ever have. He's like, it's the best years of your life. You'll never forget it. You'll never, you'll make friends that are lifelong friends. And he just really encouraged me. And he believed in me too. You know, I wasn't that great a student in high mm-hmm. school and I wasn't good on my ACTs, all that jazz, but um, I was just more into tunes and art and everything. But he uh, really pushed me. he even actually encouraged me to go to a private school and he wasn't uh he wasn't big into like private education he just thought like a smaller school would be would be beneficial for you yeah he he just knew it would be you know you get more hands-on from professors and things like that and so he pushed me in that direction and i found crown and i really loved it i visited it with my dad and we i thought it was a really cool place um and was like 700 undergrad students you know yeah i was gonna say it wasn't very big super tiny and i made friends that obviously right hanging out with with, you yeah uh, we still hang out together and uh uh you and i don't see each other as much as we'd like but um you still keep in contact with good friends like jd and chad swanson and Aaron and I are super tight. I wouldn't be in the band I'm in without me yeah. and him out there and right. Teddy Mogstad and it's all these super good like Bethany who sang on my record and mm-hmm. um just all these great friends that if even if I don't Adam Wakefield you know if I even if I don't talk to them on a regular basis like I have these fond memories that oh gosh like yeah. college was so amazing so funny for, and so fun yeah
0: formative too
1: yeah so my uncle encouraging me and giving me that advice and really pushing me in that direction um it's funny like he like he's a he he's a great guy i respect so much and like he would like the values of crown college probably you know maybe doesn't know what they are and wouldn't believe in what (laughs) they are about but like him pushing me in that direction like changed my life which is in a really good way for me and it's really cool so i
0: had i had a similar experience like that because i was gonna i was gonna take a year off and my parents sat me down and they were like we're gonna help you with college but you get one chance like you're going to go now and if you take a year off, we will not help you at all. It's <laughs> like you're going to college. It sure. was like Okay. <laughs> you know, it was a really good decision. <laughs> Little Hildy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's and it's funny because I don't well I would say two thirds of my friends are not using their degrees in what they went to school for. Sure. But it was still really formative. Totally. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Aaron and I talk about that too. It's like you know that sometimes you're like oh, i'm not really using my degree but it's like you, you still are using your degree yeah you know, just in like, different ways yeah yeah it took you down a path to which you probably wouldn't have found that yeah. path without it you know that's pretty sweet so really good times
0: it's good answer all right so now you <laughs> get to ask <laughs> my turn yeah now you get to ask me a question
1: all right I'm going to get my notepad out. Okay. My digital notepad. Okay, so I told you earlier, but I had multiple questions for you. Okay. You get to pick one. You okay. You get to pick your favorite. I like it. Okay. And then we'll let the, the listeners just guess what I would have answered for the other ones. It's yeah. Per- it's perfect. Absolutely. Okay. These are not in order. These just came to my head today. Okay. What's the craziest thing you've seen at a hardcore show? (laughs) What's your favorite Fraggle Rock character and why? (laughs) What's your favorite Fraggle Rock episode? Oh, what is a Fraggle? Oh, (laughs) that one's a cop out. You can't answer (laughs) that one, but I kind of do want to (laughs) know. Why do you like Fraggle Rock? That's do a you Rock. really like Fraggle Rock? Oh yes! Yeah. I'll give you that. That's a freebie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, I think you answered. What's the funniest thing you've ever seen JD do? I think I asked uh, you what's the craziest thing you've ever seen, but yeah. this is what's the funniest.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you get to pick. All right, I'm gonna go with my frag, my favorite Fraggle Rock episode. Okay, because I'm a little bit of a Fraggle Rock evangelist. <laughs> But it requires some background. All right. So I'm a huge Jim Henson fan. Mm-hmm. You know this about me. Yes. I'm wearing my Kermit shirt tonight yeah. to represent. Yeah. It was either that or the Dark Crystal shirt. So either way, I was... A... It's going to be what Jim Henson. the
1: Aladdin shirt? <laughs>
0: oh, I've got it. It's in the drawer. <laughs> Good. Um, so reading through Jim Henson's notes on why he created Fraggle Rock was... So...
1: This is a long answer. Do it.
2: All
0: right. So do it. Frag Rock, there's there's kind of three main um species.
1: Gosh, I love that you're breaking this down. Yeah,
0: I'm breaking it oh, this down. This is awesome. Boy. <laughs> Flavor Dave.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's wearing a Vikings
1: hat for those of you who can't see <laughs> on our video stream. <laughs>
0: okay. So there's the Fraggles who are like to party and have fun all the time then there's the doozers who work all the time okay and then there's the gorgs who are these giants and they all interact they all live in the same place but they all have misunderstandings and jim henson wanted to take down why the world has problems like war and stuff like that and it's because you have all these different cultures that are probably have good intentions most of the time but they don't understand each other that well, so they have all these disagreements and they and things happen, right?
1: Jeez, yeah. I'm a believer now.
0: Yeah, see?
1: You're making me believe. So
0: he wanted to do it on a kid level, so you watch it, but it's really talking about like these are how explaining why the mis like. So it's kind of pointing out in human nature there's a lot of good in human nature, but there's a lot of misunderstanding, and that's what a lot of these yeah. things cause. So there's this episode where <clears throat> <clears throat> this there's this the fra- there's like different sex like different uh, divisions of fraggles where one fraggles are really fun and have time and like do all this crazy stuff all the time and there's one side that's supposed to be all serious and like play by the book and everything like that and they were supposed to be I mean it was kind of like the British and the US and they, they have this big disagreement they take some people they kidnap each other and they're going to have a war And nobody, none of the Fraggles know what a war is, but they know they're going to have to fight. And so they go into this cave and there's this, and there's all these weapons that are super dusty because they've never had, they haven't had to use them in years and years because Mm -hmm. they decided that they would live in peace instead. And they were like, what is this? And it's like catapults and, battering rams and stuff like that and uh one of the one of the fraggles takes a pie and smashes one of the, like the whoever's supposed to be the british fraggles instead in their face mm-hmm. and it was kind of like it broke broke down this wall it went in a nonviolent way and then they all got along better and like they realized that you need to be it serious like a funny thing yeah it like, was like a funny thing. Comedy thing and they realized that they needed to be serious sometimes they needed to be serious and funny sometimes they needed to work together and it it's like the to me it was the perfect episode about how solving a problem non-violently yeah and for me that's a big thing in my life is like a lot of the times people see these ideas where you only see two solutions and i'm obviously a big believer in jesus and mm-hmm. and jesus talks a lot about doing things a third way where like you think you only have two options either run away or solve a problem violently but in reality there's a third way you could do this and solve a problem and it would be better that was nonviolent and yeah that is amazing (laughs) i take back every joke i've ever made about fraggle rock (laughs) we're gonna watch the episode when you're done now i've broken you down to the point where you're like
2: oh i'll watch that episode
0: yes but yeah i mean to me the the whole third way concept is so uh, i mean i'm learning so this is more but max max is a really strong my son is a really strong-willed kid and part of i'm reading about it and part of it is it creativity makes you be really strong-willed because you just see you see how you can approach things differently Mm. and i think in life when you run into conflicts we've kind of been raised to this point where it's like well we need to solve it this one way and approaching life and going well we could solve it this way instead and it's less painful and less violent and yeah yeah nice so that fraggle rock episode really encapsulates that that's sweet
1: (laughs) yeah that's awesome jim henson's cool like that like yeah like with um i used to watch sesame street with my brothers Uh and they were um because my brothers are a lot younger than me there's like a nine and eleven year difference between okay. us, so I'd be like just hanging out with them and watching Sesame Street. I just always appreciated how they added really good educational bits right but then they had humor and like the, the characters would rip on each other, you know, oh yeah, totally totally like, yeah, like real life stuff, but it was always had yeah. a good positive spin on it I yeah, like I appreciate I, that I like the fact that that he
0: people you say people people always say like children are the future but i feel like he really believed that children were the future yeah and figured out a way to deliver things to them that like life principles in funny yeah. ways and weird ways i mean he did adult stuff too that was hilarious but yeah yeah
1: that's sweet
0: so that's my long answer. <laughs> I love it. Great answer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great answer. I'm glad you picked that one. I was just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody asked me my fra- favorite of Rock episode. That's awesome. Do <laughs> we have So, you brought your guitar. I did. Let's I did. let's do a song. So you have you have a solo album coming out in yes. the fall, right? Or Yeah. I'll I i do not know how much detail you want to give, so
1: yeah, I'd love to give some detail. Yeah, give some detail. This is the only promo this record's going to get, so. <laughs> no way. Uh, put out a record I play with my band for Milwaukee. We're having a blast, we're actually working on new music right now. Um, but I had a ton of music in the vault and I wanted to record when the band wasn't recording. Um, so I Worked with a friend and producer, Brad Bivens, who's recorded um, the last couple uh, FM records. And we worked out of his house in South Minneapolis, brought in some really great musicians. Um, Good friend that we both know, Bethany, uh, formerly Ballgard. Uh She came and sang on a bunch of the record uh ben kyle from romantica one of my favorite bands uh ben's out of minneapolis oh that's cool he sang on on some of the tunes uh jake hansen um is one of my favorite guitar players he plays with uh Haley bonner and uh mason jennings and wow uh, he just rips he's so good so nice uh, and uh pat from a band called big lake uh who i love too he used to being one of my favorite bands to um, Victory Ship, uh, okay. they were kind of short-lived, but probably one of my like favorite bands. Okay, not just favorite local bands. Can like, you like find like their things.
0: stuff on Spotify or can you buy it
1: someplace? I don't know if they're on Spotify. Probably iTunes. Okay, um, they just have like a eight song record and it's killer. It's so good. What was the name of the Victory? Victory Ship but they had so many cool names before they settled on (laughs) Victory Ship they were like the teeth and the monarchs and killer band
0: and you and you can you can find Pharaoh
1: Milwaukee on iTunes and pretty much anywhere you can find music Spotify RDO Super Hint you can listen to everything for free on our website (laughs) you can
0: the entire thing yeah we got it Uh, all up there buy the music guys yeah that'd be cool (laughs) That'd be sweet. Support them,
1: yeah. But yeah, uh, Andy D, who's a killer lap steel player. Came in and played on it. And um, Jake from a band called the Hippocampus. They were just on Conan uh, month oh, ago. Wow. Um, There's, they just graduated high school. Oh my gosh. Just like they went down to South by Southwest and um, kind of just got blown up so it's amazing it, i can't believe all these cool people were willing and adam levy from the honey dogs came and sang on one of the songs it was just it's oh, wow. crazy how everything came together and um it's so fun working with uh these great musicians and i was honored to have them come and play on the record and it was a lonely experience though too it was really weird at um just like not recording with my band because mm-hmm. it was solo most of the time right were you mixing it yourself too it was uh brad was producing and engineering and so it would be like me recording and then brad would be in a different room so it was was in the dead of winter so oh man but as it was weird as like the spring started to come and the green started to come to life we started adding all these parts and all these musicians Uh and it was like it was really cool to see the record kind of come to life all those added parts so i
0: feel like you got something about fall just in general,
1: yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. That's like when I'll like we record a lot in the fall. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, your
0: first album for Fair Milwaukee, yeah. Autumn rest easy. Yeah, autumn rest easy.
1: Yeah, and the, which is a great album. And then the like the album covers a tree with all the leaves falling. Yeah, and stuff that. I, yeah, falls. Autumn has always been a very what's, special. What's the name of the second
0: thing. album again? It's so
1: uh, when it sinks in, when it sinks we in, we recorded great. that in Nashville in uh, the fall. Like, I love the artwork for that album. Oh, nice. That's was great. By uh, Matt Failert, good. He does a lot of Wilco posters and uh, Black Keys. Oh, very cool uh, posters, and yeah, he's just a fantastic designer. He's yeah. so good. So, yeah, man. So I'm looking forward to putting that out. Mm. Yeah, cool.
0: Do you have an? Do you have an idea when it'll be out or?
1: Um, probably later fall. Okay. Looking at it. it's being mixed right now. Actually, it's done. Or my. Producer friend just is going to get married in some crazy island like <laughs> west of Spain. So destination island or destination little, wedding? Yeah, okay. exactly. So we're putting things on pause for a little bit. And then sure. When he comes back, we'll master it and got some rad t-shirts. Aaron from Walkie designed some really cool t-shirts. I think he posted before. like a yeah yeah he posted like a little like teaser. a little s- little snippet of it yeah yeah but the record is gonna be called Rented Rooms and it's kind of got a Southwest. Theme and um, uh, it's gonna be sweet. Aaron, I'm excited. Aaron designed some cool logos, and I don't know, yeah, very fun. cool. Keep keep creating and making things, and it's fun.
0: Well, everybody, before we get to the tune, thanks for listening. This is Hildo spills the beans. I had Ben on when I when I post the episode. I'll post all of his information. Check out Farewell Milwaukee, wherever you can find music. Uh, Check out the website as well. It's H-I-L dot D-O, Hildo with a dot in the middle. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Until next time, when we spill the beans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a jam called Morning After...
2: The day that comes on the morning after, do you dry your eyes? The walls still shake on the morning after. Is the sky on fire? It's you that made it clear. Sometimes we don't have to grow tired of love Love to grow tired of us The days just wear us down Shoes wore circles in the ground Leaving a hole we couldn't fill Just follow the sound Follow the sound, and follow the sound of your wounded heart. Cause it's a start. Oh, it's a start. There's still a chance. On the morning after or oh, do you need time? Is your heart still late On the morning after always oh, we said goodbye to so you then made it clear Sometimes we don't have to grow tired of love we love to grow tired of us The days just wear us down The shoes wore circles into the ground Leaving a hole we couldn't fill Just follow the sound Just follow the sound, just follow the sound if you want it hard, cause it's a start. He just looked at me with a
0: cloak still over his head, his ponytail flipping in the wind,
1: spike still in his hand. And he just said, Your beard is so good tonight. It's insane. We wear a fishnet tank top. Oh, Please. yeah, sure. Whatever you want. Is there a uniform? <laughs> yeah, b- bicycle shorts and a fishnet <laughs> and a medallion. We're going to have quite the weekend on our hands here. Love it.